episode 47, which if, and it is a big if, because I just did a very quick look at a calendar while we're recording this, but if I've got it right, this is actually going out on Monday the 14th of October 2019. Okay, I love how you say if you've got it right. This is where the elephant in you comes out so strongly. Okay, <laughs> it's absolutely the 14th of October today, so we're not that far short of about four months till Valentine's Day. Okay, so that's how I know it must be the 14th, okay? And it must be October, November, December, January, February. That's four months, so it'll be Valentine's. But by that time, we'll be episode 437. We'll still be sitting here. Your beard will be even longer. I'll be even thinner. And you'll still be going, I think it's about the 14th. It so is, you know it is. So welcome, everybody, to the 14th of October from one monkey here whose book should be out this week. Ah, but will it? Who knows? I've just, as a monkey, made some stuff up. I have no idea. I thought it was going to be out last week. I'm probably going to say it should be out next week. But you know what? Sometimes you get timing wrong. Wasn't it coming out in May? Yeah, of course it was coming out in February and May. Then I was in the <laughs> hospital and then it didn't happen. And then Joanne was ill and then I was ill and she was ill. It doesn't matter. But here's the point. Sometimes you make commitments and we want to be committed to our commitments. But shit happens things come up and if you lose focus what you have to do is get back on the horse so you you are going to fall off your horse occasionally and the tragedy is most people then say i'll start again next week it's like diets and we're back Uh to food again Uh my diet starts every day if i fall off the wagon it doesn't start next monday It, it doesn't start next month so the book we've had, we had some issues with the proofreading because as a monkey, I didn't proofread it all. Then we had some issues with the ISBN number. Then we had some issues with the cover. Then we were waiting for the forward to be done, and we got a great forward from the chief executive of Edinburgh Zoo, which we thought oh, would cool. be appropriate for the book. And it all comes together. But sometimes in life, things don't work out exactly as you wanted. And although people will say, you know, if you're if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Sometimes stuff occurs, and what you just have to recognise is it's okay. It doesn't all have to be done that day yep. as long as you keep the momentum going. So here's the thing for me on that, right? I think it's important to be clear on the outcome you're trying to achieve. I think it can be good to be wedded to the outcome, and I think where a lot of people go wrong, and I've been guilty of this myself, I'm not pretending I'm perfect on it, is actually getting wedded to the journey instead. You think about it, if you get in your car and... I mean, I've driven here to your house today, right? It's about a two-hour drive-ish. Should be, but it's nearly always late. Yeah, well, that's because I tell myself it's a 90-minute drive, (laughs) but it's a two-hour drive, right? Um, But, I mean, even today, I I actually came a slightly different way to get here today because my sat-nav, for whatever reason, made a different suggestion, and then I got caught up in a whole bunch of traffic around around Oxford. Now, it'd be really, really easy for me to go... Well, I'm stuck in traffic at Oxford. I'll just give up now. It sounds ridiculous in the context of a car journey, but in life, it's the kind of thing people do. They go, I've got this great big delay I didn't see coming. 
clearly I'm not supposed to finish this thing or clearly it doesn't, you know, something else gets in the way because they're distracted while they're sitting in in like virtual traffic in their life. There's something good comes on the radio and they focus on that instead and then they never go back to the journey. What's interesting, I love when people say, well, you know, the the universe was guiding me elsewhere. No, you took the wrong turning. You know, I don't want to get into The Secret and all these other books like that. You know, The Secret would work if you took action, by the way. Just visualising the journey doesn't help. You've actually got to put your car in gear. But I'm going off on a rant. Yeah, and no, I said no I but, you're, but you're dead right. There's the law of attraction, but there's the law of action as well, right? And, you know, you can you can create a vision board with anything you want on it, but if you then sit on your ass and all you do is stare at it, it's not going to show up. Strange, because I thought that would happen with my diet. I thought I'd just visualise my... Someone said to me, put your face on Brad Pitt's body and put it by the fridge. Well, I did that, and I opened the fridge, and I missed his face. <laughs> so I kept doing that because I just visualised that would be my six-pack and it never worked. And it's really ironic because, you know, we want to achieve stuff. We want to actually get stuff done. And I didn't realise, and you nearly mentioned this last week in the podcast, I thought, although it, I thought I'd lose weight in about two weeks, it's taken me eight years to put the weight on. Yeah. And I was surprised after two weeks I hadn't lost it all. I'd been really good for two weeks. Yeah, but, once, if it, but if it takes you eight years to gain it, like, it, I'm not saying it's going to take you eight years to lose it, but it's potentially going to take you a lot longer than seven days, right? But what I've realised, and, and diets is the same as writing and a lot of things, you get a lot of momentum in the first week. Yep. And then something occurs in the second week and this and the results and the success doesn't seem as great. And so when you go on diet, and most people who've ever been on a diet will know this, the first week you lose like eight pounds which I've just now been told by my medical people that seven of the eight pounds is water. So once that bit has gone, that the second week, if you lose two pounds, that's a massive result. The problem is if you lost eight in the first week and you worked as hard the second week, why didn't you why lose didn't you another lose eight, eight pounds again? Yeah, and so we give up. Yep. So I don't know if I've used this phrase before, and I'm sure I have. You need to have high intention and low attachment. So what's the intention you want to create? And so with the book, we wanted to get a new book out. We wrote the book 14 years ago. We've had unbelievable success, but we wanted to follow it up. So the intention was massive. The attachment, though, was as long as it came out the way we wanted to, it didn't have to be done in a certain way. Too many people fix the attachment to how it has to be instead of giving yourself some leeway that maybe we're going to change the cover or maybe we're going to have a different page layout or... The numbers aren't going to be done the same way. So if everyone can remember this, maximum intention to create something, but don't have such a massive attachment that it has to be a certain way. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. That's what I'm saying about, you know, get clear on the outcome, but not the journey. You know, if you end up with a detour because you've got to go a slightly different way, you're still going to the same place. If it takes a bit longer than expected, you're still going to the same place. Provided you keep going. Exactly. Yeah. But what so many people do is they, you know, they find a nice like parking space on the way and they sit there and they go, this is good enough. And I'll stay put rather than actually continuing that journey to where they've said they want to get to. And remember that phrase, good enough seldom is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if we remember that we're striving for excellence, we're not aiming for perfection. We're striving for excellence. And what does excellence look like for you? So my book, by the way, is looking phenomenal. You know, the colours have come out well, the images have come out well, and will it be the bestseller for Christmas? Yes, it will be. Uh, will it be out by the end of October? I don't know. Yeah. But in the past, that would have really pissed me off. 
I'd have been angry. I would have blamed the world. I'd probably blame Brexit because that's what everyone <laughs> does. This year, I think, doesn't matter what the scenario is. Everything's Brexit's fault. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter what the story is. I'm, I'm sure whether it was David Cameron and then Theresa May and Boris Johnson, he's got nothing to do with my book not being printed. But it'd be easy to blame that because then it takes away my responsibility. And I think for most people who are listening today, I wonder how often this year you've blamed a third party when if you really looked at the situation, it's because you've not taken 100% responsibility. Yeah. It's interesting. Going back to your comment about six-packs and Brad Pitt and all this kind of stuff. I thought you were going to admire my six-pack. No. I was going to tell the, I was going to tell a little story that I've actually told on... When I used to speak at a lot of like health conferences and things about juicing and you know, my own transformation and going from not being able to walk up a set of stairs to running ultra marathons and all that kind of stuff. I used to talk about how I was once upon a time. And once upon a time, I was the guy that would go into the supermarket and the supermarket nearest to my house, when you go in to the right-hand side as you go through the door, there's a rack of magazines, okay? And I would go in and I would look at that rack of magazines and there would always be something like men's fitness or men's health or something like that with a six-pack on the front cover. You know, some guy with a six-pack on the front cover. And I'd be like, I want a six-pack. And I would put it in the trolley. Unfortunately, I think the whole like visualization and power of intention thing was way too strong and worked way too fast for me because by the time I got to the alcohol aisle, I literally picked up a six pack. Yeah, you know, so, 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 so what's interesting, you've got a six pack. Yeah, just the wrong kind. Because right? I get that with chocolate bars because there's certain bars that come in sixes now. Exactly, yeah. Like the penguins. Yeah, it's a, it's a six pack, and now you get really good deals in most supermarkets. Instant six pack, just one pound fifty. So I've now <laughs> realised why my six pack never occurred. And in, in, in a serious light, your brain gets guided to certain things. So you know, the whole time we're thinking about six pack, and then you see a six pack of whether it's alcohol or when people who are smokers go duty-free, and that's those pack of 20s. Yep, yep, 200 cigarettes or yep. whatever it is, yep. And, and it's a six-pack, in this case it's a 20-pack. Yeah. I wonder if we put the same effort into what we wanted to achieve instead of that instant gratification. Going back to what we said last week about dopamine hits, you know, you take a swig of alcohol, you have a bar of chocolate, you get that instant gratification, and then because we feel guilty, we then have another one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, picking up a magazine and looking at the cover isn't going to create your transformation. If you read the article and follow its advice, you've got more chance. Okay? Oh, you got, but it's interesting. You've got to follow the advice. What's really, really interesting, I don't know if you ever, ever had slimming pills. No. Okay. I, I want to tell everyone who's listening to this, if you get the slimming pills, but you read the instruction sheet that comes with it, I'm going to tell you the instruction sheet that comes with it because it's brilliant. You take these two slimming pills, mm-hmm. and then it advises you to drink about two litres of water a day. It then says you should be doing 30 minutes of exercise in the morning, in the afternoon, and at dinner time. And it tells you to have about 1,200 to 1,300 calories a day, and you'll lose weight. What's really interesting... Is if you, you took did, the pill out and did all you, the same stuff. If yeah. you followed that system, you would lose weight... But then we think it's the pills. Yeah, if you were to switch the pills for a tube of Smarties and eat three Smarties, or a bag of M&Ms and eat three M&Ms instead of three pills, 
but you followed the rest of that advice, you would still get that result. But it is interesting that it does say these slimming pills work if you follow the instructions. Yeah. Well, the instructions are so brilliant. So it could come with two Mars bars. Yeah, Because exactly. if you had the two Mars bars and you follow these instructions, you would guarantee to lose weight. There's also the little ones, right? No, no, they could be the big ones <laughs> because the amount of work you've got to do to only eat this amount of calories and the exercise and the water you're doing with it would guarantee you lose weight. The problem is we don't follow basic instructions. Yep. So Peter Thompson, um, who some people will know from here, who's a great motivational speaker, he said, forward to basics. Not even back to basics, forward to basics. What are the basic stuff you've got to do to become successful and following a system, following a plan and making sure that you don't set yourself a ridiculous goal that is so out there that is never going to be achieved. Yeah. And then you get happiness. So if you want to lose some weight or you want to write a book, and I'm easy on this, if I had have written a page a day, which is what I promised myself I would three years ago, and my book hasn't even got 365 pages. Yeah. It yeah, would have taken you, me you've years. You've done it in three or four months, right? But as per normal, I set myself an unrealistic target. I then put myself under pressure. Then I was ill because I didn't follow my advice. I didn't drink enough water. I didn't take my iron pills. Enough. And that life's been perfect this year. How's your <laughs> year been, Neil? Ah, <laughs> oh, interesting. But we're up. We're out of time, so I can't share how my year's been. How, how's that for for, for convenience? Um, Anyway, we are up to time, so we will be back next week in another episode. You know what to do in between time, right? But also, please register for our special best year ever, which is going to be run at the end of January, and we have got some cracking information, and we may even have a surprise guest for you. Yeah, so go to bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority. That's bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority to do that. Um, And also, while you're at it, if you're on your computer anyway, or on your phone, why not jump onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review, because we'll love you forever for that. And we will.